if this basically heaven planet can only be reached by not making choices, by being kind of indecisive, who is is that really like a heaven planet? Because then like it's just filled with indecisive people. Right. Which is which is okay. I mean it's okay to be a little indecisive and all that. But like it would just be Where would in- they be eating dinner? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. How do we split the check? Oh no. <laughs> Do do do, ha, ba, ba, bow. It's making the noise. It's doing the things. <laughs> doing the things. I have a very special um, intro for this one. <laughs> you ready for it? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Well, beware and special warning <laughs> and special welcome <laughs> today, everybody. <laughs> This is Choose Your Own Book Club. It sure is. It's a book club mm-hmm. in the podcast form. It's all about the Choose Your Adventure books. It so is. my name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. And it's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, we usually record like a week in advance. So Yeah, man. Uh, we try to get ahead of it a little bit, uh, but we don't have any in the can. No. <laughs> so it's been a while. It's, it's been a while. Since we recorded. Oh, no. <laughs> and bring it back. Bring I, don't it like, back. I don't like that. Nope. You can just put that back in the can, too. <laughs> the trash can? Yep. Hmm. Jam it in the can. <laughs> Dreaming no, can. No. <laughs> you well, can I'm put that nickel back in the can. <laughs> this podcast is just to launch my <laughs> 90s slash... Audie's uh, alt rock career. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dreaming of cream. (laughs) I hate it so much. You say that. I hate it. You're just always in the way of my dreams. So, how have you been? We haven't talked in a while. (laughs) I'm doing just peachy. Okay. Just peachy. Anything new that you want to share with not just me, but everybody? Um, I had some real good taco dip before I came here. Great. Yeah, it was delicious. I'm glad that's been your last three weeks. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that you want to share? Uh, Thank you for opening it up to me. Right? I mean, when you have a good taco dip, it really just like turns your life around, baby. <laughs> You're enough. like, I, it, it was, there were the layers. Mm-hmm. There were some black olives on there. Was it store bought or did you make it yourself? Store bought. Oh, okay. I don't cook, I don't clean. So <laughs> let me tell you. I got this podcast. <laughs> I lucked into it like I do with most things in my life. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just like that? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll do that thing. <laughs> okay. All right. I just say yes to stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. Sure. And that's kind of your philosophy to these books, too. Yeah. To bring it back around. Yeah. Works well. That's why they call it procrastination and not concrastination. <laughs> you know? just be positive about stuff that's true yeah that's a good way of looking at it yeah uh so yeah i was in denver for denver. a couple days that's not how they say it denver 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 that's their <laughs> accent <laughs> yep mm-hmm. they they have a little bit of a new zealand accent yeah yeah, yeah. so the, the rockies yeah there were some cool pictures oh yeah 
yeah, yeah. I saw some cool pictures. Yeah, we did a lot of museums out there, and uh, yeah, I just had some fun. Some some fun times. Mm-hmm. Got to choose our own adventure. You sure out did. There, and it was it was a very Peter adventure because it was a lot of museums <laughs> and it was a lot of playing it safe <laughs> and just a lot of brunch. Oh, that's fun. Though. It was fun. Museums and brunch is a good adventure. That's a very like age appropriate adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I like your millennial adventure. What? I'm recording again. Okay. I think Sorry, I said an F word. <laughs> you can just cut that right nope. out. Gonna we're going to leave an F bomb in. <laughs> it's like, have you ever, like, oh, you're listening to us. It's like, oh, you know how the Decemberists never really have swear words in their songs? And then you heard the like Benjamin Franklin song and you were like, oh, they said an F word. We are two mariners, <laughs> ships of survivors. In this belly of a <laughs> whale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Whale sounds. All right, well, today, <laughs> believe it or not, we're talking about a book. Um, and so our book today is Inside UF 5440. UFO. What did I say? You F. <laughs> did I say that? Oh, okay. <laughs> so our book today is Inside you UFO 5440. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know why I said it the way I did. Because I think maybe because I... Do you have a paper clip over the O? I d- actually, I did. So <laughs> I don't have object permanence. No. It's so just an unidentified flying... Number... 5440. Let's get into this book. How about let's just go right into Choose Your Own Summary. So, Abby, you're going to summarize You didn't want to objectify the thing. I get it. (laughs) I think that objectification of unidentified flying. Mm -hmm. hmm, Why aren't we saying unidentified flying subject? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's talk about this dumb book. (laughs) (laughs) I remember reading this as a child. You said that, and this is one I did um, not read. I did. I remember reading this as a child because I specifically remember, I just remember okay. it. I remember feeling uh, betrayed hmm. by this book, you know? Yeah, this is a very interesting book, an interesting layout, which yeah. we can get into a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, but how about let's get into choose your own summary. Ooh. Um, so, Abby, you are going to summarize this book, but you're going to choose... You want to do it? I'm going to give you two options. Okay. So option one is you are going to do it kind of like in a pilot voice. Oh. uh, Because the book starts off in an airplane. Okay. So you're going to do, uh, uh, if you look to your left or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Do that for 60 seconds. Or uh, there is, in the middle of this book, there is a surprise planet, a surprise paradise planet. So in the middle of your summary, you're going to do kind of a surprise of your choosing and then go back to your summary. Oh, my gosh. So either pilot voice or uh, mystery surprise in the middle. I'll do the mystery surprise in the middle. Are you ready then? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Time starts now. Okay. um, So I'm a child and I'm flying to... Paris by myself yep. on a really fast cross-Atlantic The Concorde. Plane, the Concorde. And 
um, there's like an old guy sitting next to me, and he's like, oh, look, at, oh, look, going over this plane on the ocean or whatever. And I look outside, and then all of a sudden I'm like sitting on a weird uh, divan or something in the middle of this nothing. I'm off the plane, and then all of a sudden there's this like big voice inside my head, and it's like, we're aliens, and we're going to put you in a zoo. Mr. Surprise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stop. Okay. And keep going. Man, they're going to put me in the zoo with all these other people. And uh, I have to try to, like, escape. But there's multiple aliens and, like, other people on this. And... Stop. Um, that wasn't bad. <sighs> I didn't like your mystery surprise, but... <laughs> I think I'm going to no have to tone one. that part down. No one is going to like my mystery surprise. So what's... <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting about this book... So I guess let's just get into it a little bit. So again, Ooh. you're flying to France, getting to France again. By yourself. By yourself. Without your parents. <clears throat> no family is with you. Uh, and you are 100% a kid. Mm-hmm. You're like pointing out the window like, hey, I'm over Greenland. Next to a person you don't know. Next to a weird guy with like on the end of his nose glasses. Mm-hmm. He looks like his name is Joffrey. 100%. <laughs> or a Miles. My name is Joffrey Miles. <laughs> you're like, okay. And so, again, you're on the Concorde. This is written in A2, mm-hmm. which I, I feel was, like, very expensive back in the day. Like a very, yeah. it's like, kind of like a supersonic right. airliner, I, I think. I mean, there was no travelocity, right? <laughs> you can't, like, go on there and find mm-hmm. the best rates. price. Rates. William Shatner isn't going to help you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Captain Kirk had nothing to do with her. <laughs> um, so travel. Yeah, you're by yourself going to France, and then all of a sudden you're you see something out the window. Mm-hmm. It's only only you can see it. the The weird guy next to you can't see it. Yeah, no. And then all of a sudden you're abducted by the aliens, and so they're called the UTY. And this isn't a joke. I kept reading it as UTI. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I kept like in my head. I kept thinking like the the UTI. That's that's a weird name for an alien. I kept trying to like read it not as letters, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't work. The only law is the law of the Udi. <laughs> <laughs> the Udi. I like how they're southern in your head too. Yeah, that's fun. No, I kept trying to like you know give them a voice like a Futurama voice or something, and I'm like, there's no voices that I can give them except for you know the the moon farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that's the only one. <laughs> you stay away from my three beautiful robot daughters. <laughs> and the, what's the, the third the one? Crushinator. The cr- Crushinator. Yeah, yeah, No, Pa, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the new ones? Yeah. They're really good. They're good. I like I'm them a lot, yeah. Me um, too. I love Futurama, man. Mm-hmm. That's Everyone, go give Futurama five stars. Yeah, stop stop <laughs> listening to this. Watch the new Futuramas. Oh, God. I just got renewed, though, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Hulu. Yeah. Hulu, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, that will happen. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so where are we? Oh, you get abducted by the aliens. Yep, the um, UTY. The UTY. And so you're on... Uh, they're flying saucer. Yeah. And there's a really like, nice 
uh, Let me diagram. go to Earth, right? Right in the beginning. And so oh, yeah. the illustrations are by Paul Granger again, which I loved. Oh, totally. You can totally tell the difference. They are wild. And th- but they're fun, though. Ooh. As opposed to like being like problematic. Yeah, they're not too problematic. Mm-hmm. They're just insane. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're, you're on the, the RACMA. Is there the name of their ship? Mm-hmm. And so it's a zoo slash museum slash prison, mm-hmm. basically. <laughs> well, zoos really technically are prisons when you think about it. It's complicated. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but animal prisons. <laughs> Serving time at the animal prison. I think it's more. I think it's more complicated yeah, than that. But it is. But um, so yeah, you're in this zoo slash prison. So I, I described it to my wife Abby as. Uh, space face-off <laughs> <laughs> is basically with this book because you're trying to escape. Uh, so, yeah, Ed, so the reason that they are very fixated on Earth is because the the aliens, the UTYs, mm-hmm. they think that Earth is the key to finding Ultima. Which is the planet of paradise. The planet of paradise, yeah. Um, and it is, ex- oh, were you going to say something? No, I'm, I just love that the name is Ultima. I think it's, like, such a great name. <laughs> it would be such a beautiful name for a girl. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> are you already being serious or are you? No. Oh. But sure. <laughs> well, th- thanks. <laughs> thanks for being vulnerable and then immediately taking it away. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, yeah, you, uh, you're looking for this planet and mm-hmm. then... Throughout the book, it's basically said that uh, in order to get to this planet, you can't follow the rules. Like, yeah, it literally at the beginning of the book, we should, like as Peter said, <laughs> beware and war- special warning. Yeah, so there's a warning, uh-huh. and then there's a special warning. There's the normal it. warning. Mm-hmm. That says, like, don't read this book straight through from the beginning to the end, you dumb dumb. Yeah. (laughs) But then there's the special warning that says, when you're on board UFO 5440, you may hear about Ultima and you may wonder if one of your adventures will lead you there, but you can't get there by making choices or following instructions. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you you follow the page numbers, you'll still have good endings, but you will never reach Ultima. Yeah. You have to randomly flip to it. Yes. Because I, th- so I think, I mean, I w- we don't know this 100%, but I feel like Edward Packard reverse engineered this book because he realized that what, that's what kids were doing was like just randomly flipping the pages and seeing mm-hmm. what crazy things were happening. Oh, probably. So. Because then he says, yeah, there is a way to reach Ultima and mm-hmm. maybe you'll find it. And you literally, like, I have flipped through and looked at mm-hmm. every single page number, which mm-hmm. I remember doing as a child as well. Mm-hmm. and. You cannot get to it. There is no, there is no way. number. Mm-hmm. It's on page, it starts on page 101. Mm-hmm. There's no way to get to 101 if you're following the page numbers. Mm-hmm. You literally just have to flip there. Right. So, yeah, 101 <laughs> is the intro. 102 through 103 is like a big full page spread of like this paradise planet. 104 explains the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's no other way to get to it. No. Which is... Which is the betrayal. The ultimate betrayal of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of... I was explaining to my wife, Abby. Not not you, Abby. My wife, Abby. Abby, too. Abby, too. Because <laughs> it's only fair that I call her Abby, too. Uh-huh. Um, and she was 
somewhat upset about it because, like, she is, like, one of those people that I am, I'm assuming, like you, that, like, wants to follow the rules and, like, especially as a kid, like. Right. Well, and I'm, like, a rebel at heart, right, baby? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'll flip around and stuff. But I'm, like, don't, don't tell me this is a choose-your-own-adventure book mm-hmm. and then give me a, a thing that I can't get to. Mm-hmm. That's fair. In any way. Mm-hmm. It's like one time I was reading a kid's trivia book because, you know, you know, children's library and stuff. Sure. I'm not one anymore, but I was one. Listeners. But you're still a librarian. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I was reading a kid's trivia book. It was a basketball trivia book. And there was like a quiz at the back of the book. And it had questions. Okay. Now, don't you think that those questions... (laughs) Would have answers. Would have been answered by the text Mm -hmm. of the book. Yes. The very first question was, where did LeBron James go to college? Which is nowhere. He was drafted by the high school. Of course, yes. That was not in the text of the book (laughs) anywhere. I actually went through and read it like three more times. And I was like, you can't do that to kids. Kids like, you know, concrete stuff like that. They Mm -hmm. like, okay, what's black and white? What's the answers? Yes. Um, for kids, that's just like kryptonite, man. You can't tell them, like, here's the here's this question you can't answer anywhere in this text. I think that's that's a fair point. Um, I think he did at least. I'm glad that he tried to have that special warning mm-hmm. about at least setting that up a little bit so that there wasn't that disappointment. But I think there's still. Yeah. Clearly was that disappointment, at least on your part. Right. Well, and multiple times throughout the book, like other people will say, like, there's no way to get there. Right. You, you can't follow can't the rules. You can't follow the rules to get there. Mm-hmm. You can't find it by making choices. You can't make any choice that'll get you there. So it's like they're trying to basically, like, lead you to that mm-hmm. answer. But then if you really think about it, if this basically heaven planet can only be reached by not making choices, by being kind of indecisive, who is, is that really like a heaven planet? Because then like, it's just filled with indecisive people. Right. Which is, which is okay. I mean, it's okay to be a little indecisive and all that, but like, it would just be. <laughs> Where would in- they be eating dinner? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. How do we split the check? Oh no. <laughs> so what do you guys want to do for breakfast? Uh, uh, just paralyzed. <laughs> like, <laughs> What movie do you guys want to watch tonight? <laughs> just like this <laughs> bawly, just crying. Well, and two, just flipping to the page alone mm-hmm. is a choice. Oh, well, that's a good point. So I can make a choice to go there. A toy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, yes. Hmm. That's more of a philosophical question, I suppose. Every choice is a choice. Wow. This blew my mind. Every choice is a choice. Yeah. No, but <sighs> every choice is a choice, but is the lack of a choice a choice? This this is not what this podcast is about. This is a comedy <laughs> podcast. That's not funny. That's not funny stuff. Where's the funny stuff? Stop making me think. Where are the poop jokes? <laughs> Where are the fart jokes? Well, we knew we were going to get there at some point. 
Um, Speaking of funny things, let's talk about how funny looking these aliens are. <laughs> well, do you want to get to... <laughs> let's get to my first run through really quick because sure. it was the most Peter run through that <laughs> ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Let's do it. So, yeah, you're on the plane um, and you get abducted by the aliens. Mm-hmm. No one else knows. Um, and then so, uh, yeah, you're a big on this big mat and the, the UTYs <laughs> introduce themselves and they say, uh, you know, we're the, we run the ship. We're looking for Ultima. Um, you can choose to help them or not. Um, and you can choose to be uh, sent back to Earth right away. So, yeah, I demand to be uh, sent back to Earth right away. And they say, no, uh, the only law is UTY law. Mm-hmm. And then so you're in this um, room with two other kiddos, and they're kind of meditating. And so you can choose, uh, you can explore the ship, you can try to talk to these people, or you can go to sleep. And so I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh. Uh, and then oh so when you gosh. wake up, let me try to find it. I don't 100% remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically I am so boring and so like whiny that they're just like, all right, fine. You can just, you can just go home. (laughs) 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 And that's, so that was my ending. Um, and then, so there's, uh, you go back into your room and then you have like a little, I don't even know what it was like in your hand. Like you have like almost like a little penny in your hand. Mm -hmm. And so you can either decide to throw it out or not. And then based on that, like it ends up like you're, you're back in the plane or you're back in your room, but you don't remember exactly what happened because the the aliens wiped your (laughs) memory based on if this thing landed in the garbage or not. So that that part I didn't hundred percent understand, but I was reading this one pretty fast. Um, so yeah, just, I slept, I was boring, I went back home. (laughs) That was my first run through. How about you? Uh, (laughs) well, mine was more fun. Um, I bet. So, you know, same start. I get abducted. Um, then I'm sitting there and the U2Y masters are like, blah, we're the masters and blah, blah, blah. And then you can either demand to be returned to Earth or you want to know more about the masters. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn more. So I'm like, tell me about yourselves, guys. Tell me a little bit about yourselves. And they're like, we study Earth people because we want to know about you guys. We study you like bacteria under a microscope. And I'm yes. like, creeps. So, um, then I'm like, I'll, I'll help you find Ultima or whatever. And, and so, yeah, just <laughs> really quick to, to give a little bit more context. The reason that they are explaining, or not explaining, the reason that they are studying Earth so much is because they feel that the Easter Island statues yeah. are somehow connected to Ultima. Yes. And if a human gives one of the UTIs a <laughs> UTIs? <copy laughs> <laughs> See in my head, it's UTI for so I, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, in my head, I, I kept thinking UTI. Mm-hmm. Um, if a human gives the UTY a copy of the Easter Island statues, mm-hmm. that's like the key to getting to Ultima. Right, like that's the sign. Yes, for like them. a prophecy. Like oh, this is the this is the prophesied one or whatever. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, so anyway, keep going. I just wanted to set right. up a little bit. So they're like, okay, we're searching for Ultima. And so I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't know anything about Ultima at this point. But I'm like, I can help you find it. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, hmm, mm-hmm. I'll try. So anyway, they're like, okay, go in this room. So they put you in this chamber with a bunch of other Earth people. Mm-hmm. And in there, there's like... A ton of random people. And they're all from different times. They're all from different time periods. There's like an old man with long white hair and twinkling blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a girl with long black hair. There's a blonde boy in a corner. So you have to decide, are you going to talk to the wise looking old man? Are you going to talk to the girl with the black hair whose name she tells you is Kim Lee? Mm -hmm. And she's a Chinese princess? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I decide I'm going to talk to the cool princess. So I go and talk to the cool princess. And you're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Even though they all seem fairly happy. Yeah. They all seem real chill. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to be in a zoo. That sounds dumb. <laughs> I'm not into it. So I want to get out. How do you, do you know how I can get out of here? And she's like, oh, she kind of <laughs> shrugs. She's like, uh, I can bring you to the UTY. You can talk to them. Or uh, you can like decide not to and you can go and explore the ship on your own so Mm -hmm. i'm like well take me to talk to them i'm very persuasive in person (laughs) i think to myself Mm -hmm. so she and i go together we Mm -hmm. go to talk to them we get there and they're like balls of light floating in the air Mm -hmm. and i'm like "Mm -hmm." they're like we've been watching you and we can predict everything that you're gonna do yes so there's a couple <laughs> options from there. So there's a couple options. You can yell, put me back on Earth. Um, you can say two lines from a nursery rhyme, thinking they never could have predicted that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how you did with your meowing. <laughs> or you can throw back your head and laugh, mm-hmm. which so is what do? I decided to do. I was like, I'm just going to laugh. I laughed too for that one. Yeah. I'm like, that's a dumb thing to ask. Mm-hmm. Tell me. You can predict everything I'm going to do. So I laugh. Because I think that's weird. So I laugh, and then they're like, we're all powerful and all-knowing, but we don't understand what makes Earth people laugh. Mm-hmm. And if you, <laughs> and then you kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, so good. Yes. And then Kim Lee says, oh, I remember this saying of the Chinese philosopher, Sung Chi. If we could not laugh, we could not bear to cry. If we could not cry, we could not bear to live. And so then you basically (laughs) do like a paradox. Yeah, you paradox them. And say like, well, if you can't laugh and can't cry, then you're not alive. And so they basically phase out from existence. They just like, (laughs) and like, they don't exist anymore. Yes. They fizzle out. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, uh, what are we going to do? Who's going to fly this? How are we going to fly this ship? Mm -hmm. And Kim Lee's like, I think I can fly it. Do you want me to maybe, should we like fly it to Earth? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, It seems sure. like most of the controls are <laughs> all automated anyway. Yeah. So basically what happens then is I'm like, oh, sure, let's fly it to Earth. Mm-hmm. And we go to Earth. And uh, that's that's my ending. She and I just like go to Earth. Oh, th- I think there was, there was an ending where you could like crash. Oh, no, we didn't crash. We just oh, okay. ended up like in a farm field. Oh, I, yes. I, I, I got that the first time through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, not the first time through, but one of my first yeah, ones. So yeah, we just went to Earth. You know what, though? If you end up talking to the old man instead. Mm-hmm. <coughs> He's a Viking. He's a Viking. Mm-hmm. He's one of the first humans that they captured. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he gives you two options. He's like, oh, let's wait and talk later. And you're like. Oh, yes, that was, <laughs> my, that was my favorite death. <laughs> yeah. So keep going. No, I, will, I don't want, okay. No, go, go for it. No. So you can like push him and be like, mm-hmm. no, I want to talk now. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can say like, okay, fine. Like I'll wait. Mm-hmm. And if you say fine, I'll wait. He's like, oh, you know what you should do? You should go out in that corridor over there. I think there's some other aliens and something. Maybe you could talk to them. So mm-hmm. you go out in this corridor. Mm-hmm. And so the, the walls <laughs> throughout the book, the walls kind of like can phase in, phase out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go out in this corridor and there's like some other guy in there, mm-hmm. like a, another human boy. And these giant like alien bug things mm-hmm. like grab the boy and eat him. And then they eat you. Yes. And you die. Mm-hmm. And it's like you jerk Angus (laughs) he just just did not want to talk to you so bad that he (laughs) killed you they looked like the the giant bug (laughs) creatures from I think Cave of Time yeah and you know that they were associated with him because he had like a cross on his clothing and they had a cross on their tum tums yeah the thorax well sure well, don't sometimes they call them thoraxes, or but tum-tums. other times they call them tum-tums. <laughs> a, a bug has a tum-tum. Well, where do you want to go from here? Well, from here, maybe we should talk about the, um, the mist man. So with Kim Lee. What's the mist man? So with Kim Lee, right, you can oh, either okay, go with her to talk to the UTY mm-hmm. or you can explore the ship on your own. Yes. So exploring the ship on your own, you have like lots of different options from mm-hmm. there. Uh, one option though is you are groping along the wall and you run into this like thick fog guy, mm-hmm. fuzzy thick mm-hmm. fog man. And so then, yeah, he gives you the small copy of the Easter Island statue, mm-hmm. which is odd because then. Because then that means that he has had it. So yeah. he technically is the prophesied one. He's like the Neville Longbottom. Like, right. well, like, couldn't you have fulfilled the, the prophecy no, this whole time? No, because he has to be an earth person and he's not an earth person. But he has the shape of like a humanoid. He does, but he's made out of like foof. Foof? Foof. So you can either... But if it was that easy to begin with, <laughs> then why didn't the UTYs just say, hey, fog person, give this to somebody? <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, isn't this the same as, like, stumbling across it? I don't know. Because when you... Why not? Why don't you know? <laughs> when you, I don't know. When, you, when he <laughs> offers it to you, mm-hmm. um, he's like, take this thing. If you take it, they'll listen to you, basically. Like, you'll mm-hmm. be the master of the ship now. And I'll give it to you, but you have to promise to take me back to my home planet first. Yes. First. And you're like, oh. And then the UTY are like, ah, go back to your chamber. Don't take anything with you. Yeah. It's, so it's, <laughs> you would think that they would want you. Right. To explore and like stumble across this thing. Right. But like they can read your mind, but like not always. Like I don't really get that sometimes. Yeah, it's just, it's very inconsistent. Yeah. So you go and you have to decide, are you going to take the idol or are you going to not take the mm-hmm. idol? And you can choose to like take it and give it to them or you can and uh, 
and forget about the fog mm-hmm. fog guy. So if you take it. If you take it, um, you, you can take it to the UTYs, mm-hmm. and then they're basically like, oh, y- this is the prophecy. Mm-hmm. And then you're they're basically like, what do you like, want to do? And then you say, hey, just drop me off at Earth. It's you know, Ultima isn't here. Um, your your next step is basically to go back home. Mm-hmm. And so they leave you at Earth, and uh, and you go home, and then you're like, well, too bad for Fog Guy, but at least I'm back home. Right. <laughs> or you can be like... When you're driving home, you can be like, oh, I told Fog Guy that I was going to take him home. <laughs> so then you're like, how long is it going to take to get to his planet? And they're like, ah, 13 years or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. God, that's a long time. <laughs> God, I'm going to be super old when I get home. So then you're like, okay, fine. I'll go to his planet. I told him I would do it. So you go to his, you're like going off to his planet. And then you're starting to go that way. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> I don't remember this part. I really want to go back to Earth, (laughs) actually. And then you can decide to change your mind and go back to Earth. But if you're going back to Earth and then you're like, oh, man, I actually kind of feel real bad. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to change my mind again. And then you change your mind and go back. Then it's like, paradox, paradox, paradox. And the ship, like, blows up. Yes. I think I got that a different way. <laughs> there are like two times that you can get a paradox. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. And I really loved it. <laughs> I loved it because it was like you have to be super indecisive to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would think would get you to Ultima. Oh, God. That one was great. If you don't take the idol... Um, then you end up, you can like end up meeting the, um, the mouth guy, you know? That part I didn't get. Oh, mm, okay. Because this one feels so Montgomery-esque. Yes. This one is just like unhinged and. It feels like a Montgomery because it's so like all over the place. Yeah. But it's simple, like a Packard. Yes. Because it's all happening within the same ship that Mm -hmm. allows it to be simple, you Mm -hmm. know? It's all happening just in one ship. So everything, like, is compact, Mm -hmm. right? You're able to get to, like, this one, you know, storyline where you're trying to steal art from the (laughs) Metropolitan Museum. Yes, because there's (laughs) these robots that are programmed Uh. to steal cultural objects. Yeah. From uh, for for the UTYs. Yes, so um, that part is funny because then like yeah. uh, you you're trying to escape with these robots, and then you just you just crash land in the the New York Art Museum, and oh. then they uh, start stealing artifacts, and they basically just leave you behind, and then you get like interrogated by two cops and like all right kid we know that you stole this art. Yep, and then. They're, like, ready to rough you up or whatever. <laughs> and then, like, a CIA agent dude comes in and he's like, actually, no, like, let him go. <laughs> he's fine. And then they're like, what? Mm-hmm. They're all mad. The cops are all mad. Mm-hmm. And then CIA agent is like, it's all right, dude. <laughs> we know it was aliens. We know it was aliens. You're chill. Mm-hmm. It's cool. But this whole thing, like, goes on <laughs> for, like, four pages and you can't even make any decisions. Or no. Like, it's just kind of, like, it just kind of drags on. But anyway, I'm sorry. You, you were saying about. Mapo. 
And who is Mapo? Mapo, oh, there's two other aliens in this book, and they're, like, absolutely the cutest things ever. Um, Actually, I'm thinking of Babru. Yeah, the Brew mm-hmm. is the cutest. Mapo is not. So how about you talk about Mapo? I'll talk about Brew. Okay. Mapo, you run into... Um, if you like leave the fog guy mm-hmm. and don't take his things, then you accidentally can run into Mapo, who is like a, I guess I would say a potato with um, paddles for arms and <sighs> lobster claws for legs. He's got about, I'm going to go ahead and say 12 legs and arms lots of eyes with really fierce long lashes and a ton of extra mouths if you can picture that i can't i don't want you to okay (laughs) (laughs) so um you uh you and mapo can escape on a spacecraft um if you do you land in some water, which you're like, ah, yay, it's an ocean. So you land in the ocean, and um, immediately there's like a fisherman's ship that comes up. Mm-hmm. And the fisherman's ship comes up and saves you. And they're like, hey, do you want us to alert the Coast Guard? And you're like, oh, <laughs> that seems like a bad, bad call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I decided not to alert the Coast Guard when Mapo, the many mouthed, Beast and I encountered each other. The fisher people can either come up or uh, Mapo can dive down into the water. Mm-hmm. If Mapo dives down into the water, then because um, <laughs> Mapo thinks Mapo might be the safest <laughs> in the ocean, which mm-hmm. is true. You know, we we've explored, a, you know, not even probably 10% of our oceans Right. when you think about how vast our oceans are. I don't know the actual percentage. Someone correct me. Actually, don't. I don't like to be corrected. <laughs> don't. Um, <laughs> but um, he would he would be very well uh, suited for the bottom of the ocean, I think. Hmm. Um, the second option for Mapo is that you can, like, have him if you're like, Mapo's like, dude, do you think I'm going to be safe on this planet? Mm-hmm. And my natural instinct was like, no, because no one is safe on this planet. (laughs) This place is rough. So (laughs) sorry, Mapo and everyone else. But but I was like, you know what? Sure, come on, Mapo. I think these fisher people have seen weird stuff. I'm sure they'll be chill. So I take Mapo onto the fishing ship. Mapo and I decide let's not call the Coast Guard. Let's just play it. Mm-hmm. Play it cool. So when we get to um, Seattle, keeping mm-hmm. it weird. <laughs> so when we get to Seattle, then we uh, catch a flight to, or catch a, I don't know, something to mm-hmm. Washington. And we get some Dr. So-and-so, who's some extraterrestrial okay. expert. And then Mapo becomes like an advisor to the president, (laughs) which is insane. And I love it. Brew is the best, though. Brew is the best. So Brew is another alien. um, And it's very similar to your storyline where it's uh, this this alien helps you escape. And then once you land back on Earth, you have to decide what to do with this alien. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting that uh, there's two storylines for that. 
I don't know if it plays into the overarching theme of like captivity and possession and imprisonment, mm-hmm. you know, that Packard was trying to go for, or if it was just let's just, or if he did like kind of a Montgomery style where it's like let's just throw as much stuff into the blender as we can and call it good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if he's trying to say anything with these two storylines about helping out aliens and maybe trying to take advantage of them or, or not. Um, but anyway, um, you land with Brew um, in, let's see, uh, not 100% sure where, but there's another fisherman. Well, it's like Nags Head, North Carolina or something. Yes, that, that sounds right. So um, there's another fisherman um, that uh, y- you land next to, and he says, I'm going to go get help. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the fisherman um, kind of pulls you aside and says, "Hey, I know someone at a TV like news station. Mm-hmm. He's going to offer us twenty thousand dollars if you you know if we can get this alien on camera." And and he's like, "I'll split it with you. So you can either choose to portray Brew. What, and Brew is basically kind of like a big, not a big, but like a small mustache monster. Yeah, he looks like Ludo from the Labyrinth." But tiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cute. Mm-hmm. He's like a Wookiee and an Ewok. Ah! <laughs> I want to snuggle him. Mm-hmm. So like a big mustache teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either choose to uh, betray him or not tell him that the, the reporters are coming. Um, and if you, if you do that, um, Brew just kind of looks at you sad because he, he knows that something's up. So he just like, disappears. Yeah. And then you're, like, you're sad because you lost a friend that you'll never get back. But if you warn him, he, like, does, like, some sort of, like, magical thing and he disappears. Which, why didn't you do that to begin with, Brew? Right. Uh, but then, like, he, like, he'll, like, reappear every once in a while and be your bud. Yeah. Which is fun. He just, like, fuzzes back up. Mm-hmm. Bloop. <laughs> just like that. Um, kind of like the great kazoo from, <laughs> from the, the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. He's adorable. So, yeah, that was interesting. What did you think of this one? Oh, man. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> good response. Uh, this is such a weird, weird book. It really is. It really is. I guess it's <laughs> it's still uh, more contained yeah. than a Montgomery because, mm-hmm. like you said, it's it's a little bit more simple. Most of it happens on this ship, and there's different like almost it's kind of like an escape room more or less like right. who which of the npcs do you ally with do you do you trust them or not do you go into this room or not mm-hmm. so it's it's mostly all contained and then when you escape you know what do you do once you escape right um so it's it's simplified but it's still crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's i don't know if the craziness works as much because the, the craziness is more just more head scratchy as opposed to like wasn't that wild? Yeah, I kind of wish I uh, hadn't hadn't read it. Jeez. <laughs> no, <you're> s- <laughs> s- 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 <laughs> no, yeah, I re- well, and when you get to Ultima, which we haven't really talked too much mm-hmm. about the actual planet and stuff. So yeah, Ultima is the the paradise planet. Yeah, but it sounds like these aliens have kind of figured out. Everything like they it never really is clear why they need to get there. Like they want to have a good good old time there too. But they 
Well, they can't laugh and they can't cry, so it's not like they can feel. They're not like, going to like enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. a planet of joy and beauty. Exactly. So they like, can't feel it. They're not going to feel anything there. But also, they figured out like how to like not age. Yeah. They figured out a lot of things. So it sounds like, at least from a human perspective, they kind of already figured it out. Yeah. They, they figured it all out anyway, so Maybe why do they need to go why there? they want to find it, man, because they're like, we feel no joy. Everything that we know is useless. Well, then that should be clearer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what he's trying to, like, tell us is that. Wow. All of the technology and junk. Pave paradise and put up a parking lot. Exactly. Pave <laughs> paradise. Mama, mama. Right? Because, like, you get there and the air smells as fresh and cool as a pine forest. Music fills your ears. There are people waiting to greet you. They're the most beautiful and friendly people you've ever seen. There's no way the UTY would be like, this is great. They'd be like, let me put it in a zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, they wouldn't like that. And when you get there, they say, hey, you've reached the planet. All of our treasures are yours to share. All of us here are your friends forever. And you know what else they say? They say, you know what? No land can be paradise if you can never leave it. So right, so you, you can't go home if can you want to. can go home. But it's if not clear if, like. In a flash of time. It's not clear if it's like you can go home and then come back. That's mm-hmm. not clear. Yeah, you can. I'm oh. sure you can. But isn't, does it say that or no? No, but I'm sure you can because <laughs> look at I just got there by flipping this book open to a specific page. It's Fair like enough. It's like the never ending story or whatever. See, I mean, I figured it out. You just open the book to a specific page. That's not a miracle. That's how books work. <laughs> Did you get to that ending, though, where um, – <laughs> I'm sorry. There are so many insane endings in here, but one of the most insane endings was the one where um, – The time closet or – No. Okay. The one where you open where you were yourself. At this point, the UTY are saying, we've been watching you. You have a strong spirit. And this is because you're basically just super stubborn. Mm-hmm. They're like, you have a strong spirit and you resist the UTY. We're going to either put you in the zoo or send you to Soma. What's your choice? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do remember that now. <laughs> so you can either say, it's not fair to just take me from my homes and friends. So, well, like, put me back on Earth. Or you can say, I'm not going to obey you, and I'm not, I'm not going to resist you. So there's no reason to send me to Soma or the zoo, mm-hmm. which is such <laughs> a sassy answer. <laughs> and I love it. But using the logic, which they... Which they, yeah. They like. They like... Par- they, or well, they hate paradoxes. They hate paradoxes, but they love logic. Mm-hmm. And so they say, your logic is true. You're not meant for the Soma or the zoo. And so... <laughs> says with these words the shapes fade into a thin yellow mist that arises about them you feel tired but instead of falling asleep you rise to another level of wakefulness so that now somehow you find yourself right where you are at this minute reading a book (gasps) the end it was a biography the whole time Oh, God. Well, since we're getting to endings, how about let's get to favorite endings? Yeah. You just did one, so I'm going to do one. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that the Viking – what was the Viking's guy name? Angus. Angus. Good good Viking name. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that Angus says um, to try and escape is uh, you can, like, steal a spaceship or you can try to be crazy mm-hmm. or try something else. Um, so if you choose to go crazy, you – basically yell, I am Napoleon, I am Napoleon, which 
I thought it was only like a thing in like cartoons. Oh, I wonder if that was like actually like culturally a, a, a thing. Oh my god! For I know. a while, but probably not. But anyway, um, and then the the UTY, they're like, oh, we need to study you, mm-hmm. and so they basically do experiments on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love the picture that mm. goes with that one. Because mm. <laughs> it's basically you with your doing the classic Napoleon pose of like having your hand in your shirt. Uh-huh. Reading the book at the end is my favorite ending, but my mm-hmm. favorite death specifically. Yeah, this one was odd. Is um, at one point in the ship, you find this strange time chamber mm-hmm. and um, there's like a baby in it, but it's like a full man talking baby yes time babies time babies time babies and the time baby man (laughs) is like oh i used to be a total man and now i'm aging backwards because that's something that the uty has figured out Mm -hmm. and you're like yuck i don't want to do that but i'm trapped in this room i guess Mm -hmm. well you can try to get out of the room or you can just stay there for really for no reason yes because like you're kind of like you're happy in that room somehow yeah so He's like, you can try um, walking through the portal, but mm-hmm. if you try, you um, might be in two places at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which that is what happens. Like you, if you if you choose that route, like your your tor- your legs keep walking and you like fall back, <laughs> basically. Yeah, you try to like fling yourself mm-hmm. through it, hoping that you can get through fast enough to avoid being through in two places at one time. But your legs keep going forward and your head and shoulders are wrenched backwards so you're like cut in half at yeah, the waist basically. <laughs> pretty cool picture too i know it's hilarious i love it but anyway talk about old man baby <sighs> no i already did talk about old man baby. well no because it gets it gets sad what because is there more to old man baby because if you stay in the room i didn't stay in the room oh yeah if you stay in the room oh it God. gets it gets benjamin buttony and so like the you like you hang out in this room because like you're kind of content there and you, you kind of like like hanging out with this old man baby and so he keeps de-aging keeps de-aging eventually like the aliens come in and put him in like an incubator and so he keeps de-aging keeps de-aging until he's like and also and like there's a certain point where he can't talk anymore he's still conscious mm-hmm. but like his vocal cords just aren't Developed, so he oh can't God. speak. So, so he just keeps de aging until he's nothing, <laughs> and then you realize that this is your fate too, basically. So it was, uh. it was kind of <laughs> sad. <laughs> That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But the, I think the old man is like okay with it, because because you you kind of like have this rapport with him, and he's and you're like, oh, aren't you scared? And he's like, well. No, like I wasn't scared, you know, before I was born. So that's all I'm going into. And he's like, maybe I'll become my father or, you know, I'll be like, and then from there I'll be like, I'll become my father's father. That's not how it works, but okay. Yeah, but like (laughs) you just kind of have this like interesting, like Uh. philosophical rapport with this, this uh, old time baby until it's, they become nothing. What is their obsession with old time babies? It seems like a very Montgomery thing. It was kind of beautifully written, but, but like <laughs> kind of, but it's really sad for a kid's book. Yeah, for real. Chice. <laughs> so I don't know if I... Welcome to Hour with Peter and Abby. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I recommend this one, but yeah. It was, it, it was interesting. 
I always and I, I like what Packer tried to do with like this mysterious kind of yeah. ending. Even though like for a kid, you if you are a kid that follows the rules, you'd be frustrated. But yeah, I, I don't know. This one was odd. I always appreciate when Packer takes a swing, mm-hmm. and this is a big swing on Packard. I don't know if it works out. It's a swing and a miss. <laughs> but he always tries something interesting, different. Yeah. Which is good. I don't like a formulaic book, you right. know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what always is frustrating about, like, your Nancy Drews and your Hardy Boys and mm-hmm. stuff like that is, like, if you've read one or two of them, you've read mm-hmm. them all. Exactly. Well, that was Inside UFO 5440. 5440. Um, um, our next book will be Abominable Snowman, number 13, whoop, whoop. by Ari Montgomery. I think we're going to have a special guest on for that one Woo-hoo. that I'm really excited about. Um, we're not going to announce it just yet, just in case something happens. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. Uh, let's get into our housekeeping. Make sure that you uh, subscribe on uh, the podcaster of your choice. And also, if you could do us a huge favor and go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us five stars. Um, we are a very small podcast with a very niche <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, theme, uh, subject matter. So it really helps us out if you go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, give us a nice rating because it has helps other people find the show regardless of what uh, uh, format it's on. This is, this is still how podcasts work for whatever reason. Um, so if you could do, do us a solid, if you really like the show, that helps us out. Uh, because, again, but again, we're such a small show that even just one person leaving us a nice review helps us out. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby posts so many funny things. She just she's doing a really good job with it, uh, and also gives a little bit of context with the the pictures, so you you know a little bit more of what we're talking about. Oh yeah, when I describe Mapo and stuff, then you will see Mapo. <laughs> and I might have to put like a bar over some of the pictures of Mapo because <laughs> they are a little. A little NSFW looking. Well, they you can take it that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can. <laughs> um, you can also email us at chooseyourownbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if, you, if there's something we missed, if there's a book that you're looking forward to, you can, if you wanted to reach out to the show in any way, just let us know. If you know the percentage of the ocean that is unexplored do and not, you do not write that. want to <laughs> no, do correct not write that part. me, you can stuff it. <laughs> and also look forward to our Redbubble show, uh, Redbubble show, our Redbubble <laughs> store. Um, I'm, <coughs> I'm dying, dying, and I, I wasn't able to to get to it. Um, uh, no, we just, it's it's just I've just been lazy and for, keep forgetting to finish it up. But we're we're gonna have shirts, we're gonna have merch in just a little bit. Um, so we're look forward to that shmerch. too. Smirch, 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 smirch. So, yeah, thanks for listening today, everybody. Thanks for choosing us. My name's Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. This has been Choose Your Own Book Club. (laughs)